In today's episode, we're going to be answering this question of how much of your future should be planned out before you get married. The real question is this How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage Show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 146 of the Journey to Marriage show. I'm Sarah. And this is Rafi. And we're going to answer another question. This is a really great question because we're all worried about our future to some extent, and we all like to have things planned out. Sometimes we like to have things planned out too much. Yeah. I mean, like, let's think about it. Let's think about... Our, pa- our relationship and our courtship and our engagement. Yeah. So like when we were together, I mean, at least when you proposed to me during that time, I was trying to plan everything out. Mm. Um, but even before that, we were talking about emotional chastity and not talking too much about what our future could look like together. Because what if things didn't work out between us? I would have named our kids already. I would have told us like what kind of home we're going to live in, what it looks like, where it is. Um, But we don't know God's plans. A lot can change even in a short amount of time. I could be a priest. That too. (laughs) We were still discerning and that was one of the things we had to be open to. Um, even, even you were telling me like, oh, if you feel called to be a nun, then just let me know. And we're going to end up in this courtship. Like we were pretty upfront when it came to a lot of this stuff, being open to the will of God. Um, but I know also what was going on in your professional life? What were you doing? I mean, I had just graduated from college and I was a receptionist at the time. And I only worked at this company for two years before we got married, but I, I didn't really have much of a savings. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have much experience in the company that I was in. And that was definitely not where I thought I would be mm-hmm. when I would be in a serious relationship, if that makes sense. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And same with me too. Like, I was still serving in the military as an enlisted personnel and you could look up our pay charts. We don't make that much money, especially living in Hawaii. So um, like we weren't making crazy amount of income at all when we were actually courting. And I didn't even have a car yet, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) I had to take her to to work um, most of the time and whenever we went on our dates. I didn't mind. I actually enjoyed that. Uh, but we didn't really have all the things, all the ducks in the row when it came to <laughs> me desiring to enter into our engagement together. 
But when we did enter into our engagement, there's a lot of people saying things that we sh- we need to get out. Like, you're not ready. You guys just were courting mm-hmm. for what, 10 months? Yeah. And then even from my family, I heard things like, don't you want to live the single life mm. and have fun with your friends and date other people and travel, be able to get your own car, your own apartment before you get married? Yeah. And I mean, I was thinking about those things too. Like, oh, I don't have the things, like I don't have the career that I really want to actually enter into this. But then God's like pulling us in this new direction of getting married. And we're like, oh man, this is kind of, this is hard. Especially when we're hearing things from the people that we love Mm -hmm. that what we're doing is not the right thing. Yeah, And and it kind of got to that point where we were like talking together and we're like, huh, I know like our family are really close and important to us, but ultimately as adults, we are not under the guardians of our, like we're, we're not under the, what's that called? Authority. The authority of our parents anymore. We got to remind ourselves that God is the ultimate authority here and that we need to do the will of God in our relationship. Like if we're feeling drawn to the vocation of marriage, we've got to do it because God is calling us. Mm-hmm. And, and we knew that when we got married, we had enough resources to have a future together. We didn't have to have all the things and be all the things and have done all the things before we got married. God gave us what we needed to be married. Yeah, and definitely we had to learn how to entrust in God about our future together and that we didn't have to have everything all planned out, but had to just take that next step take that next step which is what we're being drawn to like we didn't understand this we didn't understand how that path would look like but we do we did know that we had this really strong attraction to one another and the attraction to want to die to ourselves to serve one another and we're like okay this is what we're gonna do we're just gonna we're just gonna go ahead and do this like we don't have everything figured out but we're gonna entrust everything to him and through entrusting ourselves to him, we started to realize that it's true. He provides. He literally provides everything mm-hmm. um, for us. And even during the times of a lot of uncertainty um, in our marriage, where we feel like we don't have the resources or we don't have the money to do certain things, like leave <laughs> my full-time job stop serving in the military while we have this newborn to start this new idea of creating journey to marriage and serving couples around the world. Like we didn't have that idea. Like that wasn't, that wasn't like, like it would be cool if that were to happen, but nothing was happening when I, when I had to make that jump, when we both had Mm -hmm. to make that jump and getting out of the military to do this full time. Even before that, for me at least, leaving my home, leaving Mm. the comfort of my island to be with you, not knowing anything else but you and our Catholic faith and having God. Yeah, and it was amazing. It's just been amazing like what God has done to our lives, our relationship, our marriage, by just pulling that, putting that trust in him 
Like we we would make plans, we would make goals all the time, but always being flexible for what God has in store for us because we start to realize like he has so much of a better future for us that we are envisioning in our minds. Mm-hmm. And it's just really beautiful. So with that being said, like to answer your question, like how much of your future should be planned out before getting married? I think the answer to that is not, not much. much. <laughs> like really, like if you really have faith in God, you've got to learn how to entrust your plans in his hands. And when we think that we're always in control, that we need to have everything ready, we need to start, we need to make a this amount of money, we need to have this career, we need to have this perfect this before we get married, that's just going to be, that's going to be like a lot of like analysis paralysis. A lot of time lost too. Yeah, and perfectionism and just like, oh, things need to be perfect. I mean, think about like, all the saints and the the apostles that God called, like Jesus called, like things weren't perfect in their lives when that happened. Is when you're called to something, you go because that's mm-hmm. God. God God has a better plan for you, and that you don't need to know all of how that looks like. You just got to take that next yeah. step. And He doesn't care. God doesn't care if you become the manager of just store or just whatever your perfect ideal career is he he doesn't care if you hit that before you get married he's just calling you to marriage and yes. he's asking you to trust in him to surrender and then everything else you can worry about later but he's calling you to the sacrament of marriage yes and ultimately like when you start to realize And of course, there's going to be some caveat to this that you shouldn't be jumping into marriage if you don't have the means to provide for a family. Like we kind of talked about that in one of our past episodes as well. Like as long as you have the means, not I need to make six figures or I need to be 100% debt free, like doesn't that doesn't matter. You don't have to be doing that to enter to marriage that doesn't have to postpone your wedding date. Yeah, it could be a little bit of a struggle if you're in debt and you guys get married, but now it's two people working together to share each other's burdens and to love each other, love one another, even through the challenges. Because even throughout your marriage, there's things that you're not going to see that Sarah and I are not going to see that we're going to have to go through Mm -hmm. these challenges. And we know it doesn't have to be perfect. So as long as you have the means, like you do have some sort of a way to make an income to provide for your future spouse, doesn't have to you don't have to make all the money. And as long as you've taken that time to discern and pray about this next step together and that you feel like this draw, you've got to trust that. Right. You've got to trust. It's not like that song that says, oh, we're looking for something dumb to do. Let's get married. Not one of those things. Wait, you what go- song is this? That's the Bruno Mars song. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait. Ah. Yeah. It's not, it's not one of those things. Doom, doo, doo. <laughs> doom, doo, doo. <laughs> you want to have discerned and pray this yeah. because it is a serious milestone it is a sacrament it shouldn't be taken lightly it shouldn't Mm -hmm. just be 
Oh, because we're so in love. Yeah, but again, you don't have. To, it doesn't have to be perfect. At the same time, that's what we're trying to put on this episode. What we're trying to really drive home. You don't have to have everything in the row, like all the ducks perfect in the row. I know a lot of people postpone marriage because they want to make sure the career is this done, this that, this and then. But if God's calling you, God calls you, yes. and you just gotta. Learn to be willing to mutually carry each other's burdens, like, like the debt now. you were talking about. Yeah, like now in your relationship before marriage, because it's only gonna get heavier in marriage when you start having kids and stuff like that. When you start to entrust all this in God's hands, man, He provides. He always will, and that's what we have to always think about as Catholics. And rely on, because this is the truth. We've seen it happen in our relationship, in our marriage, in our courtship, our engagement. Like he's provided so much when we entrust everything in his hands. So, hopefully, this gives you that reassurance that you don't need to have your whole future like planned out to take that next step. You could figure that out with your future spouse. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, with that being said. One of the biggest pitfalls when it comes to this is like still not having the necessary skills to have a good foundation for your marriage. See, we could jump into your marriage right now, but wouldn't it be easier if you were more equipped with the skills and you had the frameworks, you had understand like what does that path look like how to navigate the challenges that you will experience in your future yeah you will all of us do if you want to develop these skills and you want to have more clear path of how to create that foundation for marriage where you don't have to really worry about the future because you've done so much work before entering to this vocation we want you to join our event if you haven't already, join the early bird waitlist in our show notes because we're going to literally share with you the proven blueprint, the step-by-step of what we did to solidify our relationship, to develop the skills that we did before entering in our marriage, that when marriage happened, we knew how to navigate through everything that we were experiencing rather than trying to figure it out like in marriage so if you want to be in that same position that we were in we're going to teach you that blueprint at this event so make sure you sign up for that in the early bird waitlist link in the show notes but nonetheless hopefully we answered your question hopefully you got value from this episode and we're praying for all of you holy couples couples on your journey to marriage take care and god bless and blessed good friday to you all and we'll see you on Easter after Easter Sunday on Easter. So pray for us and we're praying for you guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you 
and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.